Welcome to Tech Tales. I'm Corbin Davenport. Zachary Wander. And today we're talking about the hot coffee mod for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Before I start the episode, this is your warning that we're going to be talking about uh, depictions of adult things in video games. So if you've got kids in the car listening, switch to a different episode. You are kids in the car? Yeah. If, if you are a kid listening, I have no power over you in this moment, but I would suggest you listen to something else. So with that out of the way, Zach, what do you know about Grand Theft Auto? Oh, it's a game. Yes. That involves a lot of driving and a lot of crashing. Correct. And a lot of car hijacking. And I think there's also gameplay, but I've never seen anyone actually play the game how it's meant to be played. I see. So yeah, Grand Theft Auto is a series of action-adventure games developed by Rockstar. There is a bunch of different games, and they're all slightly different. But generally speaking, you play as someone in an open-world setting where you're taking jobs for various gangs or, or other people that usually involve some amount of criminal activity. The first two mainline games had a top-down perspective, followed by the first 3D entry in 2001, which was Grand Theft Auto 3. And they've continued to release since then as these uh, fully 3D open-world games. And the Grand Theft Auto series has been a frequent target of advocacy groups and parent groups and and those kinds of people for the violence and occasional sexual content in the games. Like these games definitely have a history of of pushing what is deemed acceptable in a video game, right? Like the, all of them involve, you know, some amount of uh, you know, either selling or distributing drugs. Uh there's like references to clubs and sex work and that kind of stuff no yeah i know terrible <laughs> my christian sensibilities are offended rockstar began development on the fourth mainline entry after vice city was released in 2002 and the game they're working on will eventually become grand theft auto san andreas now the Grand Theft Auto games had already depicted organized crime, drug dealing, carjacking, death, and so on, but not sex. So that was that was like the one that was the final frontier for Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> was just killing straight, people's fine. Yeah, killing killing people. You know, like dealing dealing cocaine. Totally cool. Sex. No, no, can't God do that. Forbid. Can't have that. And at least some people at Rockstar were interested in changing that for the next game. So Sam Hauser, who was the president and co-founder of Rockstar Games, said in an email from July 2004 that cutscenes in this game were going to include oral sex, whipping, penetrative sex in multiple positions, and masturbation. So he want, he, hmm. this guy wants it all in. It's all going to be in the trailer. <laughs> Shown on Nick Jr., he said in an email, quote, We are keen to include new functionality and interaction in line with the vibe of the game. To this end, in addition to the violence and bad language, we want to include sexual content, which I understand is questionable to certain people, 
but pretty natural when you think about it and consider that the game is intended for adults. <laughs> pretty natural when you think about it. I mean... Is Sam wrong? Oh no, that just seems very floor is made of floor. So, the... Sexual content in the game was already in development, but discussions were still ongoing at Rockstar about how much could actually be included without the game's rating jumping from mature from the um, Entertainment Software Rating Board, or ESRP, to adults only. So the ESRB, which is the private organization that rates games in the United States, they have a bunch of different ratings, but the two that matter for this story are M for Mature, and adults only. I think most of the major like shooter games and that kind of stuff are are M for mature at this point. But on top of that, there is an adults only rating for games that are just way over the top, like games that are just actual porn. Or I think if you if you have gambling in your game that uses real life money, it's adults only. Like that that kind of stuff. There aren't a whole lot of adults only games. And part of the reason for that is that most retailers will not sell adults-only games. Jennifer Colby, who was Rockstar's operations director at the time, said that an adults-only rating would eliminate about 80% of Rockstar's distribution channels. So so if they went all the way, that's 80% of their potential sales probably gone. So I guess this was before everything being downloaded was really huge. Yeah, this was this was like 2003, 2004. So mm-hmm. like you it, it was a thing, but most people were still buying physical games. And also we'll we'll get to this in a little bit, but the game I I I think maybe due to like a exclusivity deal, I'm not sure, but the game releases on console first. So, uh like the, the PS2 did not have the ability to download games. So Rockstar had to choose between removing the sexual content or losing a significant amount of revenue. And on August 17th of 2004, only eight weeks before San Andreas was supposed to be released, they finally made the decision to cut all the sex out. So sex is gone now. How dare they? No, but that's actually like this email (laughs) I'm about to read. (laughs) So Uh uh, that's the Sam Hauser guy was very unhappy about this change. Actually, why don't you read this read this email quote cuz it's it's pretty funny. You have to send it. I'll send it. Let's see. This is way way more than I expected. Not only is it insane to edit comedy like this, comedy. Look at movies and everything else. To do so is going to be a lot of work and will screw with things. The cuts are everywhere. It doesn't feel like we are pushing any boundaries now. Why bother? I really really do not want to change this stuff feels so wrong at the behest of psychotic Mormon capitalist retailers. (laughs) (laughs) I see. It's all those Mormon retailers. Those damn Mormon retailers. (laughs) This decision was made eight weeks before the game was supposed to come out. So there's not really enough time to cut significant parts of the game to remove all that stuff. So they sort of turn off all the questionable stuff. And all the underlying code is still left in the game. So finally, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was released exclusively for the PlayStation 2 on October 26th of 2004 in North America and October 29th in PAL regions, 
the final game had a M for Mature rating from the ESRB because they took all the all the sexy stuff out. And I will show you a trailer for the game. I'm not going to... Usually when I show videos in the podcast, I include the the sound of it for the recording. I can't do that here because it's just a minute of Welcome to the Jungle. And the, <laughs> the, the YouTube version will get instantly destroyed if I leave that in. So... I'll I'll leave the link in the show notes or the YouTube description if anyone wants to watch it. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas coming October 26th. Rated M for mature. It was a pretty big game world and you could do a lot of stuff and there was a lot of different vehicles you could drive and the the story from what I understand is pretty good. I've never actually played it all the way through and it did say at the end it was rated M for mature which will uh, change. <laughs> so I've got a article from October 27th of 2004 by Chris Morris for CNN for you to read that kind of talks a little bit about how much money Rockstar is hopefully going to make. Way more reading. More reading. Gaming industry analysts expect GTA San Andreas to be the holiday season's biggest title selling as many as 4 million copies by December 31st. Wow, games uh, sell a lot more nowadays. <laughs> they do. Uh, they do. <laughs> with a retail price of $50 per copy, that could generate nearly $200 million in revenue for publisher Take-Two Interactive Software before 2005. To put that in perspective, only four films have boasted box office earnings exceeding that amount this year. Films made a lot less, too. They, well, we didn't have Marvel movies, you see. <laughs> we just had X-Men. So shortly after the game comes out, game modders begin looking through the files on the PS2 version, and they found several animation files with names referring to sexual acts. But considering the game had nightclubs in it, that wasn't too surprising. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's... That's interesting. Some modders eventually find out the animation files are actually just sex acts, and they find them referenced in the game's script, but they couldn't modify the PS2 game at this point to enable them. And while this was going on, Rockstar was still working on the PC version of San Andreas. There were plans to release two versions, one of them with all of the stuff that was cut, which would have an adults-only rating, and another that would just be exactly what was on the PS2, and that would have a mature rating. But the plans keep shifting. Eventually, Rockstar just decides to keep the mature version, and then later on, they would release a patch with a rating of adults only that would unlock everything. So finally, on June 7th of 2005, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was released for PC in the United States, three days ahead of Europe. Uh, I'm going to quote from a modder who is kind of the main central person in this story, Patrick Wildenberg. He said, quote, I had one of my fellow modders in the United States send me his copy of the script file. I edited it with a hex editor to flip the infamous toggle, which I believed would unlock the content. I sent it back to him. Fifteen minutes later, he sent me a video. Quote. So, basically what happened here is that mo these group of modders, which included Patrick, had already found the sex stuff in the PS2 game, but like they couldn't easily unlock it because you know it's a console game. It's it's harder to do that. Yeah. 
so they just waited until the PC version came out, and then they flipped that toggle there, and then they discovered what it actually was. So here's the fun part of the episode where I'm going to explain the differences between what you could actually get in the normal unmodified retail game and what the mod unlocked. So in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the main character CJ has the option to choose between a few different women to be his girlfriend. And at a certain point, he can take his girlfriend to her house, like dropping her off after a mini game or something. And she asks for quote, some coffee quote, which is in this case, a euphemism. And if the player agrees, the camera stays outside, but you can see the two characters going into her house. And there's like some very quiet, like moaning sounds basically. So it like implies what's going on, but it shows nothing. Like you don't see anything. Now, with the mod that unlocks the hidden game code that, like, Rockstar made, they just hid. Like, this isn't, this isn't adding something new, really. Yeah. With this mod, one of two minigames start after you enter the house. One of them involves slapping CJ's girlfriend on the back while tapping a button to raise a bar labeled excitement. On the back? Yeah. <laughs> while, while, the, while there's, like, other, other things happening. And the other mini game is moving the analog stick on the controller in time with the character's body movements to raise that same bar. So I'll send you a video of this. Again, I'm not going to put the audio in the show because it's it's just moaning noises. That's all you're hearing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm wearing headphones. But in both of these mini games, CJ still has all of his clothes on, and the girls are wearing like a crop top shirt and underwear. So you don't actually see any private parts necessarily but it is very explicitly sex oh my it's funny because both of the characters are like a collective 10 polygons <laughs> oh there's a lot of clipping wow they even have voice acting in like lines yes they really had this finished they did <laughs> and that's it you're done <laughs> oh and you just teleport outside the house okay this mod ends up being released by Patrick Wildenborg, and it's called Hot Coffee as like a nod to the you know girl asking if CJ wants coffee. And this mod was downloaded over a million times in four weeks, which is a lot for the time. This mod comes out like almost immediately after the PC version. <laughs> Because again, like these, <laughs> these group of people were like waiting for it to drop so they could unlock this code yeah. they already knew existed. And Rockstar went on Red Alert. One anonymous employee told Eurogamer that the company's publicist said, quote, don't answer the phones. This is going to get ugly, quote. <laughs> so a few days later, Wildenborg and uh, another guy named Craig release Hot Coffee version 2. I think this ends up being the more popular of the two versions, as, as far as I can tell. I'm not, I'm not sure, because all the original pages were, were removed eventually. But this version replaced the bitmap textures for the girlfriends with fully nude versions. So this is actually like adding stuff to the game now. Also, some people port that to the PS2 and Xbox versions of the game eventually. Um, so now, now it is really explicit. <laughs> So, less than a month later, the ESRB opened an investigation to verify if Rockstar broke the ratings rules. 
And Rockstar initially blames the modders for the sexual content. I'll send you a statement they made in July of 2005. You can read that for the class. <laughs> so far, we have learned that the hot coffee modification is the work of a determined group of hackers who have gone to significant trouble to alter scenes in the official version of the game. This is real press F12 to hack vibes. Yes. In violation of the software user agreement, hackers created the hot coffee modification by disassembling and then combining, recompiling, and altering the game's source code. Since the hot coffee scenes cannot be created without intentional and significant technical modifications and reverse engineering of the game's source code, we are currently investigating ways that we can increase the security protection of the source code and prevent the game from being altered by the hot coffee mod. So significant modification is changing a bit. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a hex editor, yeah. <laughs> so that was funny, considering it's, you know, it's their code that's in the game. It's in the game. With the exception of the the second version that, like, changed textures. Yeah. I, it's, it's all their code. So now we're getting to a surprise cameo appearance in this episode, which is Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was a U.S. senator for New York at this time, and she used the opportunity to introduce a bill that would prohibit the sale of violent and sexually explicit video games to minors and place a $5,000 penalty for stores that uh, did it. She lost in 2016. (laughs) All those people had grown up. Yeah. She also wrote a letter to the Federal Trade Commission or the FTC asking the agency to investigate retailers' rating enforcement policies. The retailers? Yeah. Like that wasn't that wasn't the issue. Like retailers were not told. Besides the besides the sex that was like rated by the ESRB as being fine. <laughs> right. Like I think like there was actual nightclubs in the game, but that's fine. So I'll read a press statement from her from this time. She said, quote The Entertainment Software Ratings Board has given this game a mature rating, which means it is appropriate only for people age 17 or older. In all likelihood, this means the game deserves an adults-only rating. Alarmingly, it seems that no one yet knows the source of this content. The ESRB is investigating this matter, and I am hopeful its investigation will be vigorous and thorough. But the public has a strong interest in learning the answer quickly. We should all be deeply disturbed that a game which now permits the simulation of lewd sexual acts in an interactive format with highly realistic graphics (laughs) has fallen into the hands of young people across the country. I therefore urge you to take immediate action to determine the source of this content and the appropriateness of the M rating in light of its vast accessibility and to make your findings public. End quote. I'm glad the U.S. is relying on a private organization for ratings that they then want to make laws based off. And this is this is such a classic like moral panic stuff, right? Like there's not there's not actually like a problem here. <laughs> the the stuff that would break the rating is not accessible in the game. You have to mod it. Yeah. The bill was called the Family Entertainment Protection Act, and it was also sponsored by Senators Joe Lieberman of connecticut who's a democrat also democrat tim johnson from south dakota democrat from south dakota yeah and evan by i think that's how his last name is pronounced who was a democrat from uh indiana 
you you kind of already made this point that like this is a private rating system and that's the fundamental issue with this bill so the <laughs> again like i love all the cameos in this the electronic frontier foundation or the eff criticized this bill they said it violated the first amendment which is freedom of speech they also mentioned that lower courts had already ruled that government enforcement of private rating systems was not legal. I I think the other cases are about this were about like movies. So I think there were some bills that were like, if you let minors in to go see a adult movie, you're going to be fined or something. And yeah, that's not didn't didn't turn out to be legal because it's not the government's rating system. Yeah. This bill was eventually referred to the Senate Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation, and then never went anywhere after that point, and it expired at the end of that congressional term. Nice. Literally nothing happened. Political stunt. Yeah, basically. I, I, think, I think this was around the time Clinton was trying to do one of her presidential runs, so it was, it was, yeah, it was probably just that. So on July 20th of 2005, the ESRB officially changed the rating of San Andreas from mature to adults only. And basically, as soon as they did that, everyone stopped selling the game. Walmart, Target, Best Buy, and Circuit City stopped either like right after this happened or a little bit before. Because like, you know, everything about the mod has already been publicized. Yeah, they knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I love that I get to mention Circuit City in an episode that <laughs> really, really tells you what time period this was. So about a month later, on August 10th of 2005, Rockstar Games released a patch for the PC version that removed the hot coffee mod if it was installed and removed some of the code required for it to run. So they're, they're actually now going back and actually removing what they were supposed to remove but couldn't because the game needed to be out in eight weeks. <laughs> And this was also around the time Rockstar finally admitted that the scenes in the game were something they made. So they were done blaming modders for supposedly creating all this. The download page for the patch said, quote, This modification is a piece of software which has been made available for download from the internet and has been used to change the retail version of the game to access scenes which were rendered inaccessible during development. These scenes were not intended to be seen or be part of the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas experience. Quote. That's why you put them in the game. Yeah, that's that's them saying it was there during development, but we didn't mean for anyone to see it. This patch, I believe, is sort of referred to as like San Andreas 2.0 for PC. And in the future, when Rockstar re-released it on Steam and, and other platforms, they like removed more of the code, so... The mod really doesn't work um, on anything except the original retail versions. So sad. So we've mostly been talking about the ESRB, which is specifically the rating board in America. But a bunch of other countries do similar actions with San Andreas. In early August of 2005, Australia banned the sale of the game. Australia's Office of Film and Literature Classification, or OLFC revoked the game's original MA15 rating. Since the country didn't have an R rating for games, any titles more graphic than allowed under that 15 and up rating couldn't actually be legally sold by retailers. So games just couldn't be sold. Not because retailers wouldn't sell it, but because the government they said they, they actually could not if they wanted to. 
So about a month later, in September of 2005, Rockstar started reprinting the game for consoles with the sex code removed and a new M rating. The sex so, code. The sex code. <laughs> Sounds like a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> I'm going to steal the hot coffee. <laughs> the reprinted PlayStation 2 version was called Grand Theft Auto San Andreas Special Edition. And they, they added a few new things. Like there was a documentary on another disc, I think. Xbox consoles received the Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy instead, which included San Andreas alongside GTA 3 and Vice City in one set. As I think you couldn't actually buy the game on its own. Uh, originally, but San Andreas was later released on the original Xbox as a standalone game under the Xbox Platinum Hits series. In June of 2006, the FTC ruled that Take-Two Interactive was deceptive in its marketing for San Andreas, but they didn't actually find the company. They just said, like, if you break this again, we'll find you. The FTC also said at this time that Take-Two told them that they spent $24.5 million on returns for the original <laughs> version of the game, which is pretty funny. Because <laughs> again, like as soon as the game gets that adults-only rating, all the retailers are sending back all of their inventory at once. Yeah. After this point, there were a few class action lawsuits. I'm not really going to go into them because it didn't really matter. They did get some money out of Rockstar, but most of the payments were pretty limited because... There wasn't a whole lot of damage you could, you know, say, really. Even though this was kind of a nightmare for Rockstar, they did include references to this in future Grand Theft Auto games. The most notable example of this was in Grand Theft Auto 4, which is set in Liberty City, which is like a fictionalized New York City. There's a Statue of Liberty, right? But their Statue of Liberty was called the Statue of Happiness. And on it is the face of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> no. Yeah. So I will, I'll send you a photo of, of that or a screenshot. Um, it's. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's her doing kind of a, a little bit of an unnerving face. A little bit. And the, the statue also, like, like the real Statue of Liberty holds a torch, right? But in this one, the statue is holding a, a cup of coffee. Rockstar never like came out and said that that was Hillary Clinton, but the file in the game for that statue is called stat underscore Hilberty. <laughs> so yes, yeah, it's, it, it's probably her. That same game also has an achievement called warm coffee when the player is invited into their girlfriend's apartment and an actual coffee shop in the game has the name hot coffee shop. So they thought it was very funny. Or at least the developers did. I'm sure the the upper management was still not happy. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas has been re-released on newer consoles and PC over the years, all with the regular infirmature rating and all of that hot coffee code removed to some extent. The latest re-release of the game was last year in 2021. It was the Grand Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy which included updated versions of GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. When you pre-order modern games, most of the time you can download the files ahead of time and then they just unlock yeah. when the, you know, when the day arrives. But the game didn't unlock on time for people who purchased the PC version. And no one was really sure why originally. 
but it turned out Rockstar later confirmed it was due to files that were unintentionally included in the PC version. And someone did manage to look through the, the PC version. And I can't verify this myself. And all the news reporting of this was just based on this one guy tweeting about it. So like, the, there's not another source here. But according to this person who seems legitimate, they said the PC version contained music that was supposed to be removed due to expired licenses. There's like a radio stations in the Grand Theft Auto games, and they have real music and some of that probably expired but on top of that it also had decompiled versions of all the scripts for all three games with (laughs) notes from the developers so like the full decompiled code with all the comments in it uh which is really cool if you like really like the grand theft auto games because it yeah people realized why a lot of the design decisions and such were were the way they were and of course those decompiled scripts included the code for the sex scenes (laughs) (laughs) so that was still in there i don't know if anyone's made a hot coffee mod for the remastered trilogy that'd be pretty funny but (laughs) that's it that's the hot coffee mod incredible so zach do you do you have anything you'd like to promote as as we're at the end of the episode i guess my website just zwander.dev that's basically my link tree yeah, go go follow Zach on Twitter if you like to hear about complaints about Android development. T-Mobile. <laughs> T-Mobile and T-Mobile, yes. Especially about GTA. It's your favorite video game series. Yeah, I always tweet about GTA. Yeah. Most of most of my tweets are about a series that I've never played. Just can't get enough. Just like I tweet about <laughs> uh, Assassin's Creed constantly. Yeah. Never, never played a single... Yeah, I love Call of Duty. I've played it never. (laughs) 